When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your shirt. I didn't even notice oh, that. Oh, thank you. Now. For the season. That's beautiful. I love it. Miss Claire Lopez, 20-year CIA veteran, been on here a million times, and we'll have a million more. And you just, I sent uh, I sent that link to Don the Pleb and another friend this morning uh, of you on that show where it was, they had to have a translator. What was it? Was it Japan? Oh, China? that that was uh, with the Chinese yeah. um, media outlet. It's called Luda. Yeah. Our Luda Media, L-U-D-E Media. Yeah. And then the other link with the other guy, and I was like, "Oh, Claire's getting on. Claire's getting on more shows." And yeah, but I looked at it, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And it was just all like the like the Chinese characters moving. And I was it's, like, "It's in Mandarin, right, right?" Because it broadcasts to um, a Mandarin-speaking audience here in the states. But also, the very cool thing about that 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 program um, is that he's got listeners inside of Taiwan oh. and mainland China. Oh. And we know that because during the program they had Q and A. You probably heard some of the questions mm-hmm. coming through um, on online, and uh, those questions were coming from inside China. Oh shit! I thought that was the coolest thing of all. Guerrilla radio. Oh man, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, there's no way that would be sanctioned because I was like, how the hell would they let? They evolve? are figuring. I mean, Chinese are pretty smart people. Oh yeah, and they're no, they're yeah. figuring ways to get around the jamming or the. The great firewall. The censorship. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were tuning in. So, with that, man, I want to try to get that guy on. With that, a lot of things happening. I'm not sure what, what we want to focus on today. We have vaccine mandates. I just reached out to the lawyer that's representing the Navy SEALs who don't want to get the vaccine yeah. uh, at uh, Liberty First, First Liberty, somewhere in the Midwest. Um That, obviously, inflation spiraling. We have the supply chain shortage and... Trying to think of what else is really going on. Mike Durant is running for Senate, the Black Hawk Down pilot. He's running for Senate in uh, Alabama. So oh. that's to me is. And Good we, for him. Yeah, and we know Joe Kent is running yeah. in Washington, right? Former uh, Special Forces CIA commando. I like, I like what I'm seeing, and I hope that, right? Because. Right. None of these guys ever want to run because let's be honest, like good people necessarily don't vie for office. It's just right. It's the it's the Harry Potter paradox. Right. Where he says people that want power shouldn't have power. Well, but, or they have, you know, they have other uh, pursuits. They've, 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 got, they've had other, uh, you know, jobs and interests, but they're stepping up. Well, that's, and, um, that's what I mean. The other thing that's happening at the same time is a number of Democrats in, in various different you know, constituencies all the way from Congress on down to local offices uh, are announcing they're not running again. I didn't know that. Um, several. So you put these things together yeah. and um, next year could be very interesting. It's going to be. And it's, it's you know, what I love about these guys that I listen to, like a Jocko Willing, uh, SEAL, uh, SEAL Team Commander, uh, Andy Stumpf, SEAL Team 6, David Goggins, Ranger, Navy SEAL, you know, all these guys is at Leith Babin, obviously Dale Comstock, Joe Teddy, is they all have this thing ingrained into them from training. And it's you really you don't wait on anyone else to do anything. I mean, it truly is in a weird way. It's just like the military manifestation of be the change you want to see in the world. But from everything, from like cleaning the the, you know, the barracks to, you know, taking a hill is like, don't wait on anyone else. Do the thing. You hope you have backup, but you might not. But do the thing that you need, that you know needs to be done. And I hope that's what we're going to start seeing with political offices. Like, hey, I know, you, I mean, Mike Durant, he's got a, he owns, he owns a pinnacle, he started 
founded and owns Pinnacle Solutions, a very lucrative uh, defense contractor for helicopters. It's but now he's going for Senate and he's going to be absolutely smeared and slaughtered. But I hope guys like Jocko or Dale or or Goggins or all these guys, they're seeing something needs to be done. And I hope that they're kind of uh, aversion to office, slimy politician. I hope that's overcome by like no one else is doing that. One of the one I know I'm ranting now, but one of the uh, the Delta Force guys from um, uh, this uh, from Mogadishu, he he once so when he retired, he saw a lot of his friends getting out and having you know PTSD, and a lot of them were turning to you know Xanax or uh, painkillers and getting addicted to it, and then eventually committing suicide. And I love what this guy did is he so he went after retiring from Delta, went back to college, went to pharmacy school and then started researching like the agonists and antagonists and the different receptors. And to me, it just embodied like uh, he just took the fight to a different level, wasn't young enough to compete with the other like the young bucks in Delta. So just he was like, here's the next battle. How do I help my fellow uh, veterans who are? Who are battling PTSD and drug addiction. So kind of tying that all into, I hope we see more of this where they step up yeah. and they go. Yeah, for me it. too. Yeah. Um, that's a great story. Yeah, I know. I, I love it. It, it. it, but to me, that's always stuck out to me. That one story I'm like finished with here now go to here, do what you can with, you know, do what you can mm-hmm. with, do what you can where you are with what you have. But, um, I'm ranting now. People are here to listen to you, Claire Lopez. What <laughs> most interests you this week? Well, I mean, you're right. There's so much going on. We could start domestic. We could start overseas. Um, you know, maybe domestic. Okay. Um, you know, uh, right now, this morning, um, and, and now it's into the afternoon here, Eastern time, um, the Attorney General of the United States, uh, Merrick Garland, uh, is appearing uh, before the House uh, Oversight Committee. And um, it, I, I haven't listened to all of it, but uh, he's been really put on the spot uh, by some of the Republicans. For example, Re- Representative Jim Jordan out of Ohio, I listened to some of his questions, really putting him on the spot uh, about sicking U- U.S. national security, FBI, for example, on parents um, who are at school board meetings sticking up for their kids and the right to be involved in their children's education and opposing, uh, you know, the forcible Marxist indoctrination of critical race theory, anything else like it that you want to not call it CRT, but it's still the same thing. Um, and I, I live in Northern Virginia. Um, and so uh, some of these stories, you know, really hit home. And I'm thinking, for example, of the father uh, in Loudoun County, which is uh, kind of a northern Virginia county, um, who is the father of a 14-year-old freshman girl in high school, in a high school in Loudoun County. And uh, you and your audience have probably heard about this, but the girl um, was raped, I mean, violently, yeah. viciously raped inside of the girl's bathroom by a boy wearing a skirt I guess pretending to be transgender or whatever. And um, the school um, teachers had to know about it. Principal had to know about it. And school board of Loudoun County had to know about it, covered it up, um, did not report to the police, which is mandatory. They broke the law right there. I didn't know that. And moved the boy to another school where he allegedly committed another assault on another girl. Jeez. So he, the, the boy, is now in, uh, in detention, finally. Um, but all of these issues coming up, uh, you know, for the attorney general, um, and, and in particular here in my, my home state of Virginia, uh, where there's a very tight governor's race going on right now. People may know, especially people who live in Virginia, um, that uh, Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat candidate, uh, was formerly uh, governor of Virginia, did a horrible job, now running again to be governor. uh, And the Republican candidate is Glenn Youngkin. And um, that race, uh, even 
taking into consideration the very blue, blue, blue um, northern sort of close to Washington, D.C. counties of, of, of northern Virginia, like Fairfax County, Arlington County, um, Alexandria, those places. Uh, and Loudoun is fairly to the north, near, near in. Um, the, the race has tightened to an absolute dead heat. I mean, if you follow or, you know, agree, sure. <laughs> uh, uh, trust the polls. That's what they're saying. That's what they're showing. Uh, this is an off schedule, I guess you'd say, election uh, yeah. being in 2021 here this year for Virginia. Um, and uh, the vote will be in just less now than a couple of weeks. That uh, that story about about the the girl and the the boy identifying. I mean, one if there's not some like remnant or echoes of like the the Vatican moving around, moving around priests. But man, I mean, that's one thing. Not reporting to the police is what well, that's criminal. But I found out about it through the Streisand effect because Stephen Crowder was was uh, suspended from YouTube okay. for a week for reporting it because quote. It is hate speech directed at the LGBTQ community to report on a woman being raped at school and it being covered up. He was removed from YouTube for a week. And I said it when Claire Lopez, my first my first YouTube suspension, episode 370, talking about the election. And I said it there. I was like, this isn't going to be the only thing. And then it led to my eventual permanent banning for talking about COVID. And now here you go, just as I called it. The yeah. next thing. I mean, this is this is crazy. And that poor father, I mean, any man who's a father of, of, a, of a daughter, a young I daughter, imagine. you know, who, who is who is violently raped. And then the school, you know, and everybody involved just covers it up. Uh, any any, you know, normal father is going to be absolutely outraged at this. Oh, I'm yeah. sure the mother is, too. But the father's the one who went to a school board meeting in Loudoun County and um, was was uh, so upset, you know, addressing the school board about what happened to his daughter and their culpability in covering it up. And then the police come in and drag him away. I didn't know any of that. Drag him away out of the meeting uh, and, and, and he's arrested and charged. I guess, disorderly conduct or some such thing. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But what father, what, you know, decent American red-blooded father would not feel exactly the same way as that man did? Yeah. Of course you're outraged when your little girl is violated. So anyway, that is wending its way uh, through courts in different ways now. Um, obviously, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the violating of the law by the Loudoun County School Board and then, you know, whatever is going on with the father. But back to the point, you know, where I started, which was the hearing uh, with Attorney General Garland um, this morning. And, um, you know, his refusal, you know, arrogant, snide, um, sarcastic refusal to, you know, answer straight up questions uh, from, of course, the Republicans, because the Democrats aren't going to ask anything pointed, of course, put them on the spot. Um, anyway, I, you know, I had enough after a while and I left the TV. It's the only upside to any of this. And it's not it's although it's the only it is, I would say, a, a major upside is is this is just getting more this is kind of shaking more and more people out of a daze like you yeah can't that is happening just i mean yeah. like mike durant running for office or joe kent running for office you, that pulls you out of it is you know for ev sure he was pulled away by the cops there are a lot of people who maybe they didn't say anything but you know they're back home right now and they're having this conversation and going this guy's daughter was raped and he was pulled out and they're shutting it down there is a there is a groundswell, you know, I can't point it and I don't think this is my my normal blind optimism. You can't do this stuff without there being repercussions. There there's so Oh, it's all over the country. Yeah. I mean, beginning with the fact that parents stuck at home last year and into this yeah. year of 2021 too. Uh, you know, finally got a first-hand look. Mhm. Mm 
at, at what their children are being taught as the kids home from school were, you know, doing their their uh, distance distance learning yeah. on a, at a laptop on the kitchen table. Um, yeah. That began it, and, and 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 I said a long time ago that was, if anything, the little tiny maybe um, silver lining to that big black cloud of last year. Yeah, parents became aware for the first time of what the kids were being taught. And at the same time, um, really excellent, um, I don't know what you'd call them, analysts, reporters, uh, champions of, of uh, you know, American patriotism and, and um, uh, you know, genuine civics education like Christopher Rufo, also James Lindsay at uh, Natural Discourses, uh, Christopher Rufo at his own website, his name, Christopher Rufo. I'm going to write these down. Um, yeah, Christopher Rufo, R-U-F-O. Okay. And uh, his website's under his own name. Okay. And then James Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, at Natural Discourses, if I've got Natural. that right. That's his website. Noted. Uh, and both of them have done a tremendous job of educating um, on various news programs, at their websites, guest speaking appearances all over the country about critical race theory and about its Marxist identity and origins mm -hmm. uh, and who's pushing it and, and how it got into our schools so in, in such a widespread way. Mm -hmm. So, But parents are now, thanks to them and, and thanks to their own, in a way, being stuck at home um, last year and uh, on uh, seeing, you know, for for themselves, yeah. on on their own kids' computers, what's going on in the schools? Yeah, yeah. You actually said that on, I think, I, I think like the second episode you and I did. As you Maybe pointed yeah, that out, I remember back, that. Yeah, March or April, you and you were like, you were like, they're all they're all watching kind of over the shoulder. Everyone's stuck at home, and you're seeing yeah. this, you know, white people are bad type of thing. And it's like, you know, people are just kind of what the hell is this? And I would imagine that at first you're like, oh, that's weird. And then you start to see it in everything, and you're like, Wait, is this what you're learning? And it, you and I know that's weird, but to a kid being kind of brought up in it, you don't know anything other than that. And it's Yeah, but, but the parents do. Yes, um, and that's when you had that And they clash. have flooded uh, the school board meetings first, virtually, because some of those meetings were, were held online. And uh, more recently, as things open up, in person, mm -hmm. by the hundreds. Mm -hmm. And I guess, you know, this is what prompted the National School Board Association to collude, and that's the word for it, they colluded with the White House behind the scenes to get the White House to sick the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, uh, against the parents and threaten to unleash the FBI against them for domestic terrorism. That is being outraged that your children are being force-fed communist propaganda, and not violence, outrage, righteous, justified outrage. So people are seeing this, and um, you know, all over the country, um, there's there's a grassroots movement stepping up. And you know, they might you might even be able to get away with it if there isn't a a at the expense of being hyperbolic or, you know, too fantastical without the the rape, you know, the, the shot heard around the world. Maybe you, it's terrible. Maybe it's the rape of a girl in the bathroom that all of a sudden it goes from, oh, because right, if, if you don't know anything about it, you just see it on the news and you see clips and they go, you know, they hear you and me going, this is Marxist propaganda. And then you see parents yelling. It's very easy to frame them as, well, they're being domestic terrorists. They're yelling. Now you have a child being raped and the father being dragged out. Now it's a lot harder to cover that up. But what you just said about grassroots and kind of what I said earlier about the groundswell, it made me think, I guess we're just going back to all our early episodes. One of the things you said early on was, I was like, it seems like it's all kind of right, a stolen election. They're banning this and it's mandates that and blah, 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 and censorship. And I remember you said, you're like, it seems like it's happening all right now, but you were like, this has been decades in the making, right? Mm -hmm. And it's... Well, I can only imagine that there's something else that's maybe not decades in the making, maybe only months in the making, but it seems there's a grassroots groundswell that it's going to crash. And I can only imagine there's probably some 
mirror of this podcast, of a liberal podcast, and they're going to be saying, well, how did all these Republicans take office? And someone's going to say this was, you know, years in the making. And it's, it, it feels like that's what it, because you could only cover it up so much. You can only blot it out so much before people who maybe weren't ever involved are now going, I now can't go to my kids, right? Because now you're coming into like the home. Now you're coming into that family. You're coming unit. for the kids. Yes. And that's when the mama bears and the fathers um, well, realize to. perhaps for the first time just how bad things are. And yeah. when, you know, you, they, they came for the kids, that's when the parents uh, really began to push back. And, and they are pushing back all over. And again, it's horrible, but I mean, if that's what had to happen, then that's what had to happen. And like, let's move forward from here. Right. It's, it's maybe that's what needed to happen. Maybe it starts with, yeah, Tommy got centered from YouTube, but dude, I've known Tommy since 10th grade. He's fucking crazy. Like, it's easy to kind of, you know, throw that out there. And then all of a sudden it's, Hey man, Bill's, Bill's daughter was raped. Like, Oh my God, are you? And then two days later, dude, Bill was arrested for talking about now it's, do you have a daughter? Do you have a son? How do you feel about this? Not only that, honey, let's go to the school board meeting. Are you sure you want to do that? That is where I believe it would probably come home. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's infuri- Speaking of kind of all this sea change, I think it was yesterday. Did you see Trump is officially launching his social media website? Yeah, heard that announcement. Uh-huh. Yeah. Be interesting to see how that goes. What is it? It's a TGTP Trump Media um, Group and something. It's four letters. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I forget. Trump Media and Techno- Technology Group, maybe? T- uh, TMTG? Let me, let me check yeah. here. Um, uh, yeah, for everyone listening, I think, it's, I think it's getting listed on the New York Stock Exchange. I think it's going to be a publicly held company. Really? Yeah kind of come right out of the gates. I know it was, it was already valued at 1.7 billion. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's find it. Let's pull it up right now for everybody. I'm looking, I'm looking right now. Yeah. For everybody listening, you probably think we're unprofessional and I don't care. This is my podcast. So Claire and I are now going to search for Trump's media group, Trump's social media app, Trump's new social media truth, blah, blah, blah. TGT. Oh, this goes on forever, but TMTG. Yeah, Trump Media and Tech- Technology Group. TMTG. I guess maybe that's its uh, official trading name for SEC. Uh huh. Okay, that's um, the, that. That would be the stock ticker. Popularly, it's going to be called Truth Social. That's it. Yeah. Truth Social. Truth there Social. You go. And yeah, and TMTG will be the publicly yeah the publicly traded name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trump said. I created Truth Social and TMTG to stand up to the tyranny of big tech. We live in a world where the Taliban has a huge presence on Twitter, yet your favorite American president has been silenced. This is unacceptable. Love that guy. I love him. He's such a Oh, yeah. He'll be back. He'll be. Oh, yeah. He he never went away, you know? No. He really never went away. Hey, man. It's, you know, if you're going to come for the king, you best not miss. You you either got to kill him or or he's he's going to come back. Well, let's not say that but well no 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 hey shout out hey social security not social security secret service well probably the way this communist dictatorship's going eventually they'll garnish my social security secret service that's that's that was taken out of context as a quote i love trump so it's clear um but yeah that seems to be a thing and uh right right now we're trying to get uh we're trying to get dale comstock delta force uh who's been on here a million times we're trying to get him to to run for office in florida and, you know, again, that's a guy that despises politicians, despises politics, but he is, you know, youngest ever Delta Force member, was in the CIA for 10 years, uh, has done everything, worked for the NSA, has done nuclear security, nuclear facility security for, I think, uh, for the AEC, Atomic Energy Commission. I mean, this guy it, trained by the NSA for like, um, for like, uh, like, classification how to like button up classification of projects i mean he is kind of the all-american rambo and uh he's at a point where i'm like it started as kind of a joke uh, my buddy david was like we found out durant was running michael durant he was like when's dale running and so i texted dale i was like dale when are you running and he texted me back and he goes 
when I get backing. And so I was like, oh, so I like, I texted another guy I know who's got a little bit of coin. And I was like, hey, we need to back Dale. And he kind of was laughing too. And we were like, that would be awesome. And then I think we had the same realization at the same time. Cause like a couple hours later, I was thinking, I was like, we're in a post-Trump world. Like you don't need to be a clean, you know, I'm politician A and I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Like it's okay to kind of be brash and coarse. And I think my buddy had the same realization at the same time. Cause as soon as I was thinking that he called me and he was like, this might actually be a good idea. And I was like, I was just thinking that like, Dale's in Florida. I mean, he served, Dale served in a lot of it classified in 97 countries. Dale was uh, the Modelo prison raid. Uh, Dale was on standby for the Black Hawk Down incident. Dale's been in everything. And, uh, you know, he, he, he bleeds for this country. His son is in special forces. He's, he's, you know, and people that try to attack him, they're like, oh, Dale's just, he's some white misogynist. Dale's wife is a black Muslim lady. Like, you can't pull that on him. And, he's actually looking at it now. So we've got this whole group kind of actually like brainstorming and seeing, well, how could we do this? Where could he run? But to me, that's another example of just sort of the grassroots nature of this all. Right? Yeah. No, a lot of very good people are now getting into politics, whether local, very local level, mm -hmm. you know, on up for Congress. Yeah. Which now, now that I've got you right where I want you, when are you going to run for something, Claire? I'm not. Oh, you can't, but we... Oh, Politics just not for me. No, we not just did this me. whole thing where we talked about people are stepping up, and I was circling... I'm so glad to see everybody doing that. You got to be the change you want to see in the world. God, this was my plan, was to to wrap you in this circle of logic and then come back down oh, on you. Oh, I'm, I'm behind those guys all the way. Damn you, Claire Lopez. Definitely behind. Um, So, kind of some other things. Um, Now, and... and because I always want to kind of like we talked about, right, with like Mike Lindell, how he was like, how he was used and people are warning him of this. Yeah, such a shame. Yeah. And such a good guy. Yeah. I always have to be careful um, for myself to not become the thing I I hate. You know, when people scream about Trump's travel ban, but the travel ban, the countries were copy and pasted from the Obama State Department that list of right so little things like that or you know killed uh, uh, build the cages well they were they started in 2011 right so or uh you know biden i think yesterday uh reinstating trump's re uh remain in mexico policy right right because that's a supreme court ruling yes. he, legally he's obligated to do that yes he didn't want to and he avoided it for some time but yes he has to so little things like that, right, where I kind of see my, my liberal friends kind of, you know, blood boiling. And I'm like, well, you know, if you look just right under the surface, you know, scratch the dirt away, like this is a thing that's not even his. I'm prefacing all of this to say I, I'm finding myself and I guess it's making me a, a better person with better, I guess, civic responsibilities. Trying to dig more into what Biden's doing and am I buying into the fervor, much like my liberal friends kind of made fools of themselves. Am I going, you know, what is this? And it's like, well, this has been here for actually 30 years. Are there, what are some things that are happening with the Biden administration? I know this is an open question. How much of these are actual, like, hey, this is, this is really effed up. I try to watch my language more around you. Respect. It's, um, and with Mitzi, I, I try, with the women, I try to be less of a swearing sailor. Um, what things are, are actual, hey, this is effed up from the Biden administration. What, like, for instance, like all the ships out of the ports, like as much as I look at this and I'm like, Biden's ruining the supply chain. I also have to dig a little deeper. I'm like, have I ever paid attention to a supply chain? And like, what is the norm and what isn't? You know, inflation. And it's like, well, Trump spent several trillion dollars. So what are these inflation and like supply chain dis disruption or collapse? How much of that is that's on Biden? And how much of it is like, this happens every year and you know, this isn't necessarily him. Do you get what I'm, do you get what I'm getting at? I don't want false yeah. anger. Like, is there anything, what, what is real and what is just, you know, being fed to me by Fox news? So the first thing to understand is that the team that came um, into office with Biden, uh, again, many of the same people that served previously in the Obama administrations, uh, they all of them come into office with a worldview 
that says America is, bad. is uh, a force for ill in the world, uh, a, a negative in the world, power and influence. And they literally morally, I mean, they, they believe this. They think that they're being the best, the most moral, the most ethical people in the world. They just have to tear America down because we're such a bad influence in the world. This is what they think. I mean, wrap your head around this, uh, because once you understand that, you understand why uh, everything they're doing in office now makes sense. Mm -hmm. Destroy America, tear down the Constitution, tear down our, his our history and our heritage, uh, destroy the economy, um, look weak and and uh, piteous in, 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 in front of world rogue regimes like Iran's, China's, Russia's. Um, back here to home, you, you're talking about inflation, you're talking about the supply chain uh, choke up. Um, the inflation is very much a product of Democrat party politics. By pumping so many trillions of dollars into the economy last year and now this year, and just madly printing dollars off the printing press like there's no tomorrow and there won't be if they keep it up. Uh, the Democrat Party has um, instigated the, 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 the levels of, of inflation we see now at the gas pump, at the grocery store, across the board. This is on them. And they're still trying to pass more, you know, goodie packages through Congress. Uh, thankfully, um, at least some Republicans um, are finding their, their, their vertebrae. Uh, and a couple of Democrats as well, uh, Kristen Sinema and uh, Joe Manchin uh, for two, uh, who are saying, hey, you know, wait a minute. Uh, this is nuts. Um, you know, this is nothing but a grab bag of goodies for, uh, you know, Democrat Party constituents and, and, and supporters. And it's, you know, really not to the benefit of the, the United States or our economy. Um, so the, the, the inflation is very much a product of, of all of that. Um, the gas shortage, I mean, take one element of it, the gas shortage uh, at the pumps. And not shortage, but, but, but you know, the, the inflated prices. Um, that very much has to do with uh, Joe Biden throwing away with both hands the energy independence that President Trump achieved for us during, during his administration. We were energy independent. Natural gas and oil, largest producers on the face of the earth. And that includes Saudi Arabia and Russia. Moment that, that Joe Biden got into office, literally the first day, what does he do? He cancels the XL pipeline coming down from Canada through uh, the Dakotas and on down south to uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Canceled. Thousands of jobs destroyed at the stroke of a pen. Equipment lying around on the ground that was supposed to be, you know, for finishing the pipeline. It's just sitting there, you know, rusting away, I guess. That was deliberate. That was a deliberate effort along with um, canceling um, any, um, any uh, uh, oil gas extraction from federal lands like, uh, you know, up in Alaska. And that, that, that hurled us right back, flung us right back to energy dependence. Mm -hmm. And what do you have now? You've got Joe Biden um, piteously begging OPEC to pump more oil, to which OPEC <laughs> says back to Joe, Joe Biden, nuts. No, thank you. We're not doing yeah. it. And why would In they? your face. Yeah. Why would um, so so there, there are different elements to this. Okay. To the supply uh, chain uh, bottleneck choke up. Um, that's got a lot of elements to it. Uh, part of that right. has to do with um, suppliers, uh, producers uh, in Asia, 
uh, meaning not just China, but also places like Vietnam and Singapore and Taiwan and many other places, um, closing things down over this past year and more because they're so terrified of, of this, you know, virus uh, from which 99 plus percent of people all recover. But they shut down their production. Factories were closed. People were locked down. And so production um, took a nosedive. Um, and now uh, they are opening back up and trying to uh, ramp back up again, but it's not so easy to just start stuff back up again. Um, and then in the meantime, um, you know, you've got uh, the United States on our end uh, with all kinds of crazy union favoring measures that the Biden administration now is, is um, you know, laying on uh, even even worse, uh, particularly California. And, you know, there's no there's no substitute for California and its ports like Long Beach when you're talking about trade mm -hmm. with Asia across the Pacific. Yeah, uh, could they do a Columbus and go west? Yeah, they could, um, and wind up at uh, ports on our east coast or maybe um, the Gulf Coast, um, or uh, ships could divert and uh, instead of California go south through the Chinese-owned Panama Canal and then come on up to our Gulf and Atlantic coasts uh, where, I mean, to his credit, you know, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida uh, is now offering uh, and uh, to ramp up and open up Florida ports even more to receive you know, some of this shipping and to relieve the pressure there on the West Coast, that's a possibility mm -hmm. and a good one. Um, but 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 back to what, what, what's the problem in California, a lot of it has to do with stupid, um, you know, cut off your nose despite your face policies uh, in California, um, which have to do with unions, for example, um, and, and, and mountains of red tape and regulations about, for example, trucks, um, you know, how old can the trucks be? Uh, how much, uh, you know, emissions yeah. can they be allowed to produce? Or you're not allowed to service the ports. You're, you're not allowed to come, you know, owner operated, for example, rigs. They're blocked. They, they, they can't go to the ports and, and relieve the pressure. They're not allowed. Uh, you know, and all kinds of union regulations for uh the longshoremen um the 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 dock workers the the, the warehouse workers on the docks um you know you got to take a nap every three hours you got to be allowed six hours for lunch i'm exaggerating of course <laughs> yeah. but you get the idea yeah so all of that is contributing um at, at a time you know when everything else is piling on like we talked about the economy the inflation and uh christmas coming but you know who cares about that yeah well it, what, what you just said though to to go back a, a minute um all these these stupid cut your nose off things it's i i think calling them stupid is giving them way too much credit and i don't mean that in some snarky they're dumber than dumb i think it's more so they know exactly what they're doing and it's a controlled uh, yeah. demolition. Yeah. That's what, they're not stupid. They're, they're, it's a controlled yeah. No, I think there's a very definite um, intent to yeah. crash the U.S. economy. Yeah. They want to destroy the U.S. Uh, free market capitalist system. That's it, what they want because they're communists. They're Marxists. It's that deep sea. I had on a, a couple of weeks ago, Kent Clisby, a CIA veteran, uh -huh. um, willing accomplices, right? All about active measures and all about all the kind of just the slimy communist Marxist scumbag things they do. But it's all based on, you know, they found the most effective way to like turn people was you don't try to convince them the Soviet Union's good because if you go visit it, you know, like this isn't that good. It was much easier to convince them America is evil and it is your duty. You're behind the enemy lines. You're in America mm -hmm, to bring mm -hmm, it down from mm -hmm. within. So I look at people like, you know, sure, sleepy Joe Biden. The reality is, is he's not stupid. You don't get to that position. Sure, you have well, when, You know, I mean, I, I, and I'm not even no, no, really no. laying this all at, at, at the feet of Joe Biden. Oh, I, know, because, I know. I know that. I know that. You know, he, he I'm not sure he's quite all there. No, no, no. His he's not. It's elder, decline is it's elder abuse. Getting worse. But it's 
It's, it's the it's team, the whole and I movement. call it a junta sure. around him. The that, junta, that's the who's junta, driving the this. Biden junta. And those people absolutely are Marxists. That's what I mean. And I, I didn't mean to. I didn't yeah. mean to put words in your mouth saying you're saying it's Joe Biden. No, no, it's this general. I'm I'm calling uh-huh. it. I was using Biden as an example. It's yeah, Kamala, yeah. whoever. You don't have to like these people. They're not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing. You know, Vladimir Putin. You don't you, evil. You don't have to like him. Xi Jinping, evil. You don't have to like him. They're not stupid. And that's what I'm getting. So it's when I see things like, oh, you have to have this or, oh, we're laying off all these cops. You know, we're laying off nurses during a pandemic because they're not unvaccinated. You know, people are like, how stupid can you? It makes a lot more sense when if you look at it as these are people that are supposed to be serving America, it's very confusing. You go, why are they doing these things? Versus if you start to switch it and go, no, now look at them as just as a thought exercise. Let's look at them as people who hate America. And all of a sudden you go, oh, this makes perfect sense. This is exactly what you would do. Oh, right. It's like if you see like a, yeah. who was it? The White Sox in like 1919, they threw the World Series, right? They they purposely. I don't know. I wasn't around then. Me neither. But it's I know I know because they were called like the Black Sox that year. They threw the World Series. They they all bet on it, and then they purposely lost. And if you're looking at this team who made it to the World Series, and all of a sudden no one knows how to do anything, at you look at it, you go, "This is are they stupid? This makes no sense." And now in hindsight, you go, "Well, now imagine that they are all financially gaining greatly from them losing." You go. Oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So mm-hmm. when you see all these things in the world, yeah. not you, but anyone listening, when you see Shift all these your th- worldview. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you see all these things, and you go, how stupid could they be? Flip it. If you were to bring down the United States, how would you do it? Oh, I would say they're doing it quite brilliantly. So, but yeah. I the- mean, at the same time, mm-hmm. mind you, that millions and millions of people from all over the world, you mentioned 150 or something plus countries they're coming from. Um, are risking life and limb, yes, losing their lives many times to get into the United States, the evil empire. Which, yeah, I mean, this does not compute. Yeah. They know that this is the best last hope of mankind on earth. Yeah. They know that the free market capitalist system offers more opportunity, uh, more prosperity um, to to people. Uh, than any other system anywhere else in the world now or ever before. They know that. Um, And our leadership, Junta, knows that too. Uh, But their hatred overcomes it all and they want to destroy it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was was with some some friends a couple weeks ago and, um, you know, it was strictly all love each other, but it was strictly divided between, you know, very much love America, I think it's the best place, and the whole this place is evil. And uh, the the latter kind of said, and it's true because I have never left the United States. They say, you know, the people that love America the most and think it's the best place are the ones who have never spent any time anywhere else. And admit it, I haven't spent any time anywhere else. And I'd be open to me doing that and seeing how my worldview changes. I'm open to that. But I have been all over the world, except for Asia. I've not been to Asia yet, but maybe we'll fix that soon. Yeah. All over the world. I can tell you, this is the best place in the world. And we are incredibly fortunate to be born Americans. Well, and that's what I was going to shift to is like, okay, sure, let's take that argument. I need to spend more time at work. Well, I do have two two friends. Uh, Ivan Georgiev, who I was working security with at a bar in 2011. We've been friends for about a decade now. He is from uh, Sofia, Bulgaria. He just recently mm. became a United States citizen after a decade of a green yeah. card. He's a six foot four. He's the most handsome man in the world. He looks like a Greek god. Lives in Las Vegas. Professional bodybuilder now. Pretty sure he just bought like a six figure Benz, like girlfriend, like. And he grew up in a tiny one room apartment with his parents in a former Soviet. Well, block. you know, I I spent two years over there, in Bulgaria. and have oh, yeah, returned we, many times since to visit. Yeah, well, yeah, we have talked about that. Yeah. Uh huh. So yeah. let's take that logic of those who spend time at the U outside of the U.S. You know, if you if you love America so much, wait until you go outside the U.S. Well, let's look at someone who has spent all of his life outside of the U.S. What did he do? He came here. I remember when first meeting him, he couldn't speak a word. Told me, how are you doing? And he would, he wouldn't he, he wouldn't know etiquette. He, he was would, just tough. But yeah, he would just come up to me and like he would he would grab my arm and he'd be like, "You have good definition. You need diet more." And I'd be like, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> but I love him. His English is perfect. Now. And another one, an even more extreme example, is Prince Blackosh, 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 from um, 
Kosovo. His father was a journalist during the Serbian War. Prince's earliest memories is he remembers Marines outside of his house as a show of force because his father was a journalist and the Serbians broke both his arms and his legs and left him on the front lawn for publishing uh, stories about torture or like mass graves or something. And Prince remembers very early on, like the, the Marines were sent to stand around his house as sort of a show of force, like, hey, don't, don't fuck with them. And Prince, I remember meeting Prince working security at the same place in 2014. Prince couldn't speak a word of English, but he would work back-to-back -back shifts, and then he would go work back-to-back -back shifts somewhere else. The hardest-working guy I know, my parents were like, bring him over to the house. So we brought him over, and Prince was taking pictures for Instagram of our refrigerator because it was full. And he was, yeah. you know, yeah. like I would take a picture in front of like a mansion and be like, look at this place. Prince was taking pictures with peace signs refrigerator. next to stock yeah. deli meat. And I just remember like it's sucking the air out of the room. And we were all like, oh, my God. So yeah. Prince and my family loves Prince. And uh, Prince finally got his green card and then his citizenship. And he's now in now he's in Manhattan as a physical therapist, raising a family. English is perfect. Wow. Here are these two wow. examples of guys who have spent their whole lives out of the United States, and they left everything, parents, brothers, sisters, cousins, and it wasn't easy. They talk about how much they mm -hmm. miss them. They came yeah. here because they knew that this is where it happens. And if you- The American you, dream. And, do you and ask, they're living it now. Yeah, and you go on their Facebook and anything, zero, zero hesitancy, shame. It's all just American flags and, and Trump. And it's like, listen, Sure, I, I have grown up here, so let's take the example of the guys that didn't. They are even more into this than I am. So yeah. that's what that's back to what you're saying. These people that think we're this evil empire, well, everyone else from around the who knows, maybe we are. But then I would argue the rest of the world is in even, in even more evil empire because why do they all still come here? Why do they come here? Are they all white misogynist racist is it or is is it maybe that your worldview is wrong and that we do live in the best nation on earth but you see all they, don't, they don't care that their worldview is wrong and they may not even think about it in those terms but they are communists they are marxists yeah. and the number one objective destroy if you right. read Karl marx is destroy just destroy everything yes. it's nihilist it's purely nihilist and it's not even about I've got a better vision uh, to rebuild America after and make it, uh, you know, the land of all of our dreams. No, 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 no. They sell that line of a utopia uh -huh. uh, to, to, to the, you know, the gullible masses, but they know it's not true. Yeah. I mean, what it's actually about Power. is those elites, those tiny, that tiny minority of elites intend to destroy everything else, subjugate everybody else, seize power for themselves, and then live um, a life of, of luxury and, and, uh, and wealth, like Fidel Castro, who died a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. It's, it's not about uh, destroy America because it's evil and bad and we're going to build something better. No, 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 no. It's pure nihilist, destroy it all, we'll take charge, and, and then we'll live off the subjugated, um, uh, the, the, the transferred property, the redistributed property of the masses. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's 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 me looking at an, a nice apartment building and going, we got to tear it all down. I'm going to build something better. And then amongst the rubble and everyone sleeping under tents, I go, all right, now now you're my subjects. It's there is no. It's sold on that, right? The useful idiots. It's right. The SA, the brown shirts. Once you come to power, what do you do? You kill them all. You kill the revolutionaries because they're the ones that were able well, to. Or over the black shirts, as the case may be, for communism. Yeah, you. You have the ones that overthrow it for you, and then you kill them because they're the ones most capable of overthrowing things, right? You you take out – it's the lion taking out the sun because that's going to be the one who usurps it. It, it is. It's, it's black-souled nihilism. There's no how do we make it better. It's destroy no, no, it no, all. No, no, no. It's destroy. not about that at all. Yeah. And that's a narrative. That, that's the propaganda. Yeah. As a, it's not true. Yeah. As, as, as the comedian Ray Kump said, and Ray's a super liberal guy, but he goes – you know, for everyone that wants to pull apart the system and set up socialism or communism, he goes, do you not think that the guys who rose to power in this system, the defense contractors, the bankers, 
Do you not think those same cunning guys aren't going to rise to power in this new system? But in this new system, there won't be checks and balances. They're just going to be truly unleashed. It's mm-hmm. going to be that much worse. It's still going to accumulate in the top 0.1%. At least we live in a society where the, the, the top percents battle at each other and we all reap the benefits from improvements versus it's right now it's multiple factions battling against each other. When it's just one faction, it's just them against the rest of us. And that's where you get Big Brother. That's where you get the pyramid. That's where the... It's infuriating, but I've now talked myself into a fury. <laughs> that cheery note, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, the, the good news is that uh, our founding fathers bequeathed to us a system that really does work. Mm-hmm. Like you said, a system of checks and balances, which are out of whack now, yeah. Sure. But the system is still there. The Constitution is still there. People who uh, recognize the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, still there. Um, And the grassroots are rising up, as we mentioned a bit ago. Mm -hmm. Um, They realize that what's at stake now uh, is the Republic, Mm -hmm. the Republic itself, Ben Mm -hmm. Franklin. What what kind of government uh, have we got? A Republic, madam, if if you can keep it. Yep. Um, and there are a lot of people in this country now who are determined to keep it. They didn't realize the danger, the creeping danger, maybe over a period of decades even. Sure. Uh, but they're waking up now, beginning maybe just last year, kind of late, but waking up nevertheless, coalescing, organizing, and, um, well, they don't want to be communist. Yeah. They don't want to be Marxist. Yeah. And they're beginning to understand what those things mean, which they did not before, and yeah. now they do. They're not so, buzz, yeah, they're not buzzwords. It's it's no, they 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 really now realize what that's about. Not not you know in a, in, in in tremendous detail, but but they get it. They know what it's about because they're feeling it. Yes, and uh, they don't like it. We don't like it, and so um, stay tuned because. Um, I think I think we're smack in the middle of a, of a battle for the republic, and it's not all going the direction of the bad guys. No, it's, it's not. not. And it's as I've been blindly, optimistically saying forever. But now I think there's actually some basis to it. And it's but it's a real. I know we got to wrap it up, but real quick is what you just said is it's now it's coming home. You you see it as again you see it on the news. Marx is this, but and this is all right. Whatever you got to go get dinner now when it's. Now when it's I can't go to my kids my kids school board meeting. You can't meeting. afford dinner. Yes, you can't afford dinner or now I can't go to my kids school board meeting and now I can't question these things at the FBI and uh, I just lost my job as an EMT cuz I wouldn't get an experimental vaccine. Well, can I go look up the va- oh everything's been banned about it. How do I question the banning of it? Now you're seeing what it is for what it the mask has fallen off. There's no makeup on it. It's just the black face of control, of power, of nihilism, of self-hatred. You are evil. You are nothing. Mm-hmm hate yourself and versus America for yes, all of its flaws. And you start to go, Oh, it's not perfect. God damn. It's better than anything else. Right. Anything else out there that I've ever seen. God, is this phone perfect? No. Look at anything else, man. Look at a walkie talkie or an old CD player. I go, Oh, you know what? I'll take the phone. The phone's pretty good. That's what it is. But stay tuned. Cause we are in the battle for the Republic and, uh, Claire Lopez, as always, I'll put your Twitter, your websites, everything in the description. Thank I will, you, thank you. I'm also going to hunt that into those two guys, Furo and I got I got their names down. I'm going to try to get them on. Yeah. Thank you so much. God bless America. God bless you, Claire Lopez. You. God bless everybody listening. Stay safe. Do the right thing. Let's go, Brandon. So, take care. <laughs> Thanks, <Recording> Tommy. <stopped. laughs>